This is a download from Ormskirk Christadelphians of one of our Sunday afternoon talks. A video of the talk is also available along with more downloads at our website, ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk or join us in person at our meeting room on Moorgate in Ormskirk every Sunday at 1.45pm. We hope you enjoy the talk. It is impossible to please God. Impossible to please God without having faith in him. Um, And then it says, He that comes to God must first of all believe that he is. In other words, that he is the creators we're praying about. Uh, That he keeps his creation going. And that he cares uh, for it. Uh, that he has a plan and a purpose that he created man in his image that he has a plan of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ and ultimately the kingdom of God is going to be set up whether we or anybody on the earth uh, think or want it to happen and then God will dwell with men and all will be one in God and people must believe that that is the first essential he that comes to God must believe that he is but also then it says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him or seek him with all their being uh, with all their heart soul, mind and strength and this is what faith is the word of God understood in our hearts and minds and put into action in our lives in other words faith is the dynamic of belief and if you read Hebrews Hebrews 11 there there are people who heard the word of God and then straightway went and did it faith is putting it into action in our lives and this is what Uh, Ruth was Uh, she was a faithful woman and we just read the first chapter uh, of of the book of Ruth there are only four chapters there and it says in verse 1 of Ruth chapter uh, Ruth 1 it came to pass in the day of the judges so it was a time of the judges and we saw this morning in our, our first reading the sort of things that were happening in the time of the judges how they wanted to take the men and do terrible things to the women just like Sodom and Gomorrah uh, let's just look at Judges chapter 2 and at verse 11 and just to set the picture of what things were like in the time of the judges Judges chapter 2 uh, and verse 11 the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Baalim and forsook the Lord God of their fathers that brought them out of the land of Egypt and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were round about them and bowed themselves unto them and provoked the Lord to anger and they forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtoreth and the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel and he delivered them into the hands of the spoilers that spoiled them and he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about so that they could no longer stand before their enemies and whithersoever they went out the hand of the Lord was against them for evil 
as the Lord had said and as the Lord had sworn unto them and were greatly distressed nevertheless the Lord raised judges which delivered them out of the hand of the spoilers and yet they wouldn't hearken to the judges but they went to whoring after other gods and bowed themselves down and turned again quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in obeying the commandments of the Lord and the Lord raised them up judges uh, sorry and when the Lord raised them up judges then the Lord was with the judges and delivered them out of the hand of the enemies uh, for it repented the Lord because of their groanings by reason of them that oppressed them and vexed them and it came to pass when the judges were dead that returned and corrupted themselves more than their fathers in following other gods to serve them and to bow down unto them uh, they ceased not from their own doings nor from their stubborn ways and the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel because the people transgressed of my covenant which I commanded their fathers um, and when you get to the end of the book of Judges uh, uh, the last chapter just before the book of Ruth starts it says in uh, Judges chapter 21 verse 25 the last verse in those days there was no king in Israel every man did that which was right in his own eyes that's what it's like and that's what it's like today not many people think of God or do things they have other things that concern them just as Israel did and it's right in this country for every man to do that which is right in his own eyes and so this was what was happening at the time uh, of Ruth uh, and there was a, it says there was a famine in the land and uh, God had said in Leviticus chapter 26 there were 10 verses saying if they kept the commandments of the Lord then all these blessings would come upon them the blessings of the field the blessings of the basket etc but if they did, didn't do the commands of the Lord then all these curses would come upon them there would be famine they would be scattered throughout the world people would oppress them and of course this is what happened and so uh, it's a time of famine now so the people weren't doing what was right in the eyes of the Lord and there in Bethlehem which means the house of bread where Elimelech and Naomi and their two sons um, uh, what had happened of course when the land uh, was taken over by Israel it was divided amongst the different people and each person had a plot of land uh, and it was God's law that each person's land should be protected and they were at the house of bread the Bethlehem and they should have stayed in their portion but they and trusted in God but they chose instead to go to Moab they thought things would be better rather than trusting in God and we can be like that rather than trusting in God oh it will be better if we do this not thinking things through in a godly way uh, and the land of Moab well <coughs> Moab had refused to let uh, Israel uh, go through their land when they came from Egypt uh, the Moabite women seduced the Israelites uh, to worship their gods um, and uh, just before Moab had attacked uh, Israel and oppressed them for 18 years and, but they still decide to go from the house of bread of the Lord uh, to, to Moab 
Um, and there um, is Elimelech, Naomi and the two sons, Marlon and Chilion. And verse 1 it says they're going to sojourn there, which means they just go for a short time. And then uh, at the end of verse 2 it says, and they continued there, they set up roots there. And at the end of verse 4 they were there about 10 years, so they were increasingly setting themselves and getting used to what was going in in Moab. And so Naomi's husband died. And in those days, there were no widows' pensions, anything like that. Um, uh, the women couldn't work at all. And so they were left without anything at all. There was no welfare state at all. Um, so she's dependent on her two sons and they take Moabite wives not Israelite wives um, and then of course the, the two uh, sons die as well and so there are three widows now Naomi uh, Ophrah and Ruth all without support having to beg for their lives just to scrape an existence but Naomi obviously uh, was a different sort of woman she decides to go back uh, to the land of Israel uh, she was a great influence on Ruth her sister, uh, her daughter-in-law and uh, a great example to her and this shows how we can influence people about us by the sort of things we do in our lives the things that we say the things that we do uh, the way that we treat people it can influence people to change from what they were to being different and so um, uh, Ruth and Orpha decide to accompany them to, to the border and that's what they usually do um, verse 7 she went forth out of the place where she was her and the two daughters with her and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah and Naomi says uh, unto her daughters go each of you and return to her mother's house she didn't say oh you must come with me even though she'd been a great influence on them the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with me and the Lord grant you you may find rest each of you in the house of a husband and uh, the Christian lifted up their voice um, but they say no surely we will return with thee to thy people they've been brought up there all their friends were there and yet because of the influence that Naomi had been then they wanted to return to the land of Israel with her because she could see what an influence uh, God had been on her but Naomi didn't uh, then say oh good you must come with me but again she says verse 11 Naomi said turn again my daughters why will you go with me are there yet sons in my womb because of course they were widows without any support go back to your own land you've got to be objective put things in their right context 
Uh, and Orpha then decides that she is going, verse 14, they lifted up the voices and wept, and Orpha kissed her mother-in-law, and she went back to her own people. But now Ruth, it says, cleaved unto her. But again, um, well, um, uh, she says in verse 15, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods, returned out after her sister-in-law. And each time she's doing this, uh, trying to be realistic with her about the things of her normal life that she will have to leave. She's building up the faith of Ruth by doing this. And this is what the Lord Jesus did, for instance, with the blind man in John chapter 9. Uh, but Ruth now has become strong in faith. The circumstances and the way she's been treated and the, what she's seen in Naomi has built her up. And she comes out with this great statement of faith. In verse 16, Ruth says, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. Where, where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and my, thy God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. What a godly woman! Ruth had become. What a statement of direction of our life to make. And what an influence Naomi had been on her. And so it's not just the person whose faith is increasing. It's the people about that can influence uh, others. Um, but this also was Jesus' reaction when he was tempted. Jesus could have said, uh, this could have been a statement Jesus could have made, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. I will be like that. I want to follow my Father everywhere, in every aspect of my life. And it's the way we should be as well. When the Lord Jesus Christ calls and our, our faith answers, we realize that this is the only way of life. There is no other way. Either life is just the three score years and ten or a bit more if we're lucky. And that's the end. Or else there is purpose in life. And we know that's true. That God has prepared his kingdom and loves us so much that his son has died that we might be in his kingdom. God wants us to be there. The only person that can stop us being in the kingdom is we ourselves. God wants us to be there. Christ wants us to be there. But we can stop ourselves 
from doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord and doing what we were created for. And so they uh, they go back. It says Ruth, uh, Naomi thought when they originally gone to the land of Moab that she'd gone away to get filled up with bread. But when she comes back, she realizes what happens. She says, um, "Call me not Naomi." Uh, but she says call me Mara bitter for the, the almighty hath dealt bitter with me I went out full if there was no bread she went out full because she had a husband and two sons and she's come back empty uh, the Lord hath testified against me and the Lord hath afflicted me so Naomi returned and Ruth her daughter-in-law with her uh, from the country of Moab and they came to Bethlehem and it says it's in the beginning of the barley harvest the barley harvest was the time of Passover and you see the Lord provides for all our needs not all, we, all the things we want he provides for all our needs um, and in Leviticus chapter 19 Leviticus chapter 19 and verse uh, verse 9 this was the Lord's concern for the fatherless and the widows verse 9 and when ye reap the harvest of your land thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of the field neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of a harvest thou shalt not glean thy vineyard neither shalt thou gather every grape of thy vineyard thou shalt leave them for the poor and the stranger I am the Lord your God you see the way that we deal with our business and uh, the things that we have is to gather every little bit so that we can make every bit uh, the most massive profit that we can but the Lord's not like that. He says, leave the corners of the vineyard so the strangers, the poor, the widows uh, can have something on which they can live. And the Lord is like that with us. He provides for us. And so going back into uh, Ruth and chapter 2, uh, Naomi had a kinsman of her husband, a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabitess said unto Naomi, Let me now go into the field and glean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. Now, Naomi was an old lady, so she wasn't able to go out and glean, it appears. And so uh, Ruth the Moabitess, from a strange land, so she will go out and glean. But you see, we saw in the chapter this morning what a terrible time it was. And the Moabite woman was easy prey for the people round about them. 
And so she was going to be put in a very dangerous situation. And yet Naomi says to her, um, Go, my daughter. And she went and claimed uh, and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And it happened, and her hap was to light on a part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the kindred of Elimelech. It just happened. No. Didn't just happen. Things don't just happen in our lives. If we follow the Lord and look to Him for guidance, then things turn out, sometimes in the most unexpected ways, not in the way we would have imagined. They turn out right for us. It didn't just happen. And she comes to the field of Elimelech, uh, who was uh, the, uh, sorry, the field of Boaz, who was the kindred of Elimelech. Behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, the Lord be with you. And they answered, The Lord bless thee. You see, Boaz was different. In the time of the judges, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. He took what he wanted. Didn't think about the Lord at all. But Boaz is different. He says to his reapers, The Lord be with you. And they who have been influenced by him say, The Lord bless thee. A different sort of character to most of the people in the times of the judges. Then said Boaz unto his servants that were set over the reapers, Whose damsel is this? And the servant that was set over the reapers answered, It is the Moabite damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And she said, uh, Ruth says, I pray you let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and that continued even from the morning until now. And she tarried a little in the house. She just had a little bit of rest. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest not thou my daughter, go not to glean in another field. Neither go from hence and abide here fast with my maidens. Don't go anywhere else, stay here. You'll be safe with me. Let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap and go after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? You see, in um, uh, verse 15, in verse 15 it says, and when she was risen up to glean, Boaz commanded his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves, and reproach her not. And that reproach her not means, don't fall upon her. Because from being a Moabite woman, she was easy prey. And so she was in a very dangerous situation there. Going back to verse 9, And when thou art a thirst, go into the vessels and drink of that which the young men have drawn. And she was amazed, Ruth was amazed, at the way things had turned out. That she'd taken this dangerous step as Naomi had said she should do. And yet here she's found this marvellous godly man who was going to help her. And she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said, 
Why have I found grace in thine eyes that thou shouldst take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? And Boaz answered and said unto her, It has been full assured me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thy husband. How thou hast left thy father and the mother and the land of thy nativity. Echoes of Abraham. And art come unto a people which thou knewest not heretofore. The Lord recompense thy work and a full reward be given thee of the Lord of Israel under whose wings thou art come to trust. He knows what a faithful woman she is. But she's now not trusting in herself. She's trusting in the Lord. She has faith in the Lord. And uh, Boaz realises this. And it's, it's interesting in, in one of the Psalms, uh, Psalm 91, under whose wings thou art come to trust. Psalm 91. And verse 1 it says, uh, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Trust in the Lord. He will direct us. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers. Have you, has anyone been watching Spring Watch? Of the birds in the nests. This is what the Lord is like. Like a mother hen. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Trusting in the wings of the Lord and the eagle bears the chick on its back and carries it and so both Ruth and Boaz are now um, realising uh, the faith that each other has uh, going back to Ruth chapter 2 then Ruth says uh, let me find favour in thy sight uh, my Lord for thou hast comforted me uh, and for, for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thy handmaid though I be not like unto thine handmaids I'm a foreigner I'm a stranger I'm a prey to the people round about and so Boaz says at mealtime come thou hither eat of the bread dip thy morsel in the vinegar and she sat beside the reapers and reached parched corn and she did eat and was sufficed and left and when she was risen up to glean, Boaz commanded his young men, saying, Let her glean, even among the sheaves. Not just behind them, the things that are left, but let her take the sheaves as well. Uh, and let fall some of the handfuls on purpose for her, and leave them, that she may glean them. And don't fall on her. So she gleaned in the field until evening and beat out that she had gleaned and it was about an ephah of barley. I think that's probably enough for about ten days for two people. So she had a, a marvellous thing that had come because of this faith she'd had in what her mother-in-law said and 
what Boaz has now done. And she took it up and went to her mother-in-law. And, uh, <coughs> her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned, and she brought forth and gave to her that she had reserved after she had sufficed. And her mother-in-law said to her, Where hast thou gleaned today? Where oughtest thou? Blessed be he that did take knowledge of thee. And she showed her mother-in-law with whom she had wrought, and said, The man's name with whom I wrought today is Boaz. And Naomi said unto her daughter-in-law, Blessed be he of the Lord, who hath not left off his kindness to the living and to the dead. The man is a near kinsman of us, one of our next kinsmen. Uh, and Ruth the Moabite said, thou, thou shalt keep fast. Said he also said, Thou shalt keep fast by young, my young men until they have ended their harvest. Uh, and Naomi said, It is good, my daughter, now go out with his maidens, and that they meet thee not in another, any other field, uh, or fall upon thee in any other field. So she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz until the end of the barley harvest, and of the wheat harvest, and dwelt with her mother-in-law. But then, in chapter 3, Naomi decides on an even more dangerous strategy. Naomi says, uh, chapter 3, verse 1, Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee? Shall I not seek a home for thee? And the Lord talks in Hebrews particularly about the same thing, finding a rest for us in the kingdom, a place of rest that it may bewilder thee. And now is not Boaz, one of our kindred, with whom his uh, maidens thou wast. Behold, he winneth barley tonight in the floor. <coughs> Leviticus 25, 25. If thy brother be waxen poor and has sold away some of his possessions, and if any of his kin come to redeem it, then shall he redeem that which his brother sold. And if the man have not to redeem it, and he himself be able to redeem it, then let him count the years of the sale thereof and restore the overplus unto the man to whom it was sold, that he might return it to his possession. Uh, but if he be not able to restore it to him, then that which is sold shall remain in the hand of him that hath bought it until the year of Jubilee, and in the year of Jubilee uh, it shall go out and sh he shall return his possessions. The Lord was making a provision so that the land remained with the people that, uh, that it had been given to. Uh, by the Lord and so this is now uh, uh, the thing that uh, Naomi is thinking about in Ruth uh, chapter 3 uh, Ruth chapter 3 and verse 2 uh, and now it says is not Boaz of our, kins, uh, our kindred with, whom, uh, with whose maidens thou wast behold he winnoweth barley tonight in the threshing floor after they taken all the uh, barley and then they winnowed it at night and they had big celebrations and big feastings but what she says to Ruth is wash thyself therefore and anoint thee like Esther was to do when she was to be, go before King Ahasuerus in other words she was preparing herself like a bride thy raiment upon thee and get thee, thee down to the floor but make not thyself known unto the man until 
he shall have uh, done eating and drinking. There was going to be celebration. It was the time of the judges. And it shall be when he lieth down, thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie. And thou shalt go in and uncover his feet and lay thee down. And he will tell thee what thou shalt do. If it had just been anybody, then terrible things could have happened. But she goes along. She's a woman of faith, trusting in the Lord, as Naomi did. And when Boaz had eaten and drunk, his heart was merry, and he went to lie down at the end of the heap of corn. And she came in softly and covered his feet and laid her down. And it came to pass at midnight that the man was afraid and turned himself and behold a woman lay at his feet and he said who art now and she answered I am Ruth thy handmaid spread therefore thy skirt O thy handmaid for thou art a near kinsman now that word skirt is the same thing as wings uh, trusting in the wings under the shadow of the wings of the Lord in other words, what she was now doing was proposing marriage because this was a near kinsman. Naomi had said, he would tell you what to do. So if it had been anybody else, terrible things could have happened. But he said, verse 10, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, for thou hast showed more kindness in the latter end and at the beginning inasmuch as our followers not young men whether poor or rich he was obviously an older man of Naomi's generation and now my daughter fear not I will do to thee all that thou requirest for all the city of my people doth know that thou art a virtuous woman and now it is true that I am an near kinsman howbeit there's somebody nearer than me tarry this night and it shall be in the morning that if he will perform unto thee a part of the kinsman well let him do the part of the kinsman if he will not do the part of the kinsman to thee then will I do the part of the kinsman to thee as the Lord liveth lie down until the morning and she lay at his feet until the morning and she rose up before one could know another so she didn't have a bad reputation because the women didn't go into the sheds where they were gleaning and winnowing where there were all the carousing going on uh, she laid his feet and he said let it be known let it not be known that a woman came unto the floor and he said bring the veil that thou hast and hold it and he, uh, she, when she held it he measured six measures of barley and laid it on her and she went into the city carrying it over the shoulder by the sound of it and when she came to her mother-in-law her mother-in-law says who art thou in other words have you been contaminated that's in effect or humiliated that's what she's saying who art thou um Who art thou, my daughter? And she told her all that the man had done. And she said, These six measures of barley you gave me, 
for he said, Go not empty unto thy mother-in-law. She said she'd come back empty, but now she's full. And then she said, Sit still. She's been planning all these things as Naomi. But now her advice is to sit still. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. There's a time to work and there's a time to rest. A time to be active and a time to be still and wait for the Lord's direction. Sit still, my daughter, until thou know how the matter will fall for the man will not be in rest until he finish the thing this day. And so Boaz goes in chapter 4 to uh, the other kinsman comes by uh, and he greets him and he took ten men of the, city, the elders of the city and said sit ye down they sat down and he said Naomi it is come again out of the country of Moab selleth a parcel of land which was our brother Limelech and I thought to advertise it to thee saying buy it before the inhabit, uh, inhabitants and before the elders of my people if thou wilt redeem it redeem it but if thou wilt not then tell me that I may know for there is none to redeem it beside thee and I am after thee and he said yes I will redeem it but then Boaz says something extra what day thou buyest the field verse 5 of the, of the hand of Naomi thou must buy it also of Ruth the Moabitess the wife of the dead to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance so what he was saying he would have to marry a Moabite woman he might have a wife of his own he might have a position of his own that might be in jeopardy if he married Ruth and so he says verse 6 I cannot redeem it for myself lest I put mine own inheritance lest I mar mine own inheritance redeem thou my right uh, thyself for I cannot redeem it and so what they used to do then was if somebody couldn't do it they plucked off the shoe uh, and uh, as a um, as a sign now this was the manner in former times in Israel concerning redeeming and concerning changing uh, for to confirm all things a man plucked off his shoe and gave it to his neighbour and this was a testimony in Israel and so he draws it off uh, verse 10 moreover Ruth the Moabites the wife of Marlon have I purchased to be my wife to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance that the day, name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren and all the people that were in the gates and the elders said we are witnesses the Lord make the woman that is come unto thine house like Rachel and like Leah the wives of Jacob which, did build, uh, which too did build the house of Israel and do thou worthy in Ephrath and be famous in Bethlehem the house of bread and of course her grandson is it grandson, great grandson was King David who was born in Bethlehem and she was also of the line of the Lord Jesus in the New Testament who was also born in Bethlehem the house of bread um, 
Verse 13, so Boaz took Ruth and she was his wife and when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception. Surprising how many times that happens in the Bible. At the right time, the Lord allows them to conceive and she bare a son. And the women said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. Now the child is the kins new kinsman redeemer. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law which loveth thee, which is better to thee than sons, sons that bought him. And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became a nurse unto it. It's Naomi now that takes the child. And the women, her neighbours, gave it a name. The women give it a name. Uh, saying there is a son born to Naomi. And they called his, men, his name Obed. Which means a servant. And that's what the Lord Jesus Christ was. A servant. Uh, he is the father of Jesse. The father of David. And so it is that a woman of great faith. Being completely outside. The, seemingly the possibility of being part of the nation of Israel is now the grandmother and the predecessor a greater son the Lord Jesus Christ was to come both at Bethlehem because of her great faith um, and Jesus wants us all to be in the kingdom John chapter 3 John chapter 3 as we get to the end John chapter 3 as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness and of course fiery snakes went into the children of Israel because they sinned and Moses put up a brass serpent whoever looked at the serpent uh, was saved and whoever was sceptical and said what can a brass serpent do they died as Moses lifted up in the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. The Lord Jesus Christ has been lifted up on the tree for us. That whosoever, whether they be Moabites, whatever they be, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world. The possibility is there for everyone if they will accept the Lord Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God didn't send his Son into the world to condemn the world. God's not wanting to condemn us to find fault with us. He sent his Son into the world to forgive us. To say I want to welcome you into the kingdom. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. And so perhaps we can take that great message of faith to ourselves. Going back to Ruth chapter 1. 
Perhaps each one of us can say this to the Father and to the Lord Jesus Christ. Entreat me not to leave thee. Jesus says to us, oh come, follow me. Entreat thee not to leave me, nor to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, Lord Jesus, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. It's a lovely subject, lodging and abiding with the Lord. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught that death part thee and me. And to those who have followed the Lord Jesus Christ, who have accepted him as their Saviour, who have looked up from the foot of the cross, to be saved by the Lord. We can all be in the kingdom of God. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed that talk. For more downloads, videos, information about what we believe and details of our meeting times, go to our website, ormskirtchristadelphians.org.uk. Mm-hmm.